and greetings, everybody. Welcome to Keys to Your Best Life. I am your host, Maggie Cavanaugh, and I have the amazing Takesha Brummel with me today. And I've got to tell you, this woman is amazing. I absolutely love her heart. Welcome to the broadcast. Thank you so much. Um, I was honored and humbled that you asked me to join, so I'm excited. Oh, I absolutely, I haven't seen you in a while and I'm so glad to have you on the show. I've been wanting to have you on here for a long time, but there's a time and a season for everything. For everything. And yes, for everything. And for those of you that don't know her, she is an amazing entrepreneur. Uh, you need to go to her pages, like, follow everything that she does, because not only is she an entrepreneur that can empower you to walk in your purpose, she's a woman of God and she does it with the leading of the Holy Spirit. And she has written books. She is a speaker. She is a co-host on um, daytime drama. Daytime drama, yes, absolutely. And we have our second episode coming out actually today. So yeah, it's it's been good. Yes, we've been having a really good time in the Lord. Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. I think that's the last time I saw you was on the set of that. You were, and yes, yes, yes. Another now, now that you say that, I remember that you were one of our um, like special guests, and so I can't wait for that episode to come out. Yes, it was awesome, it, but it has been a while. That was in 2019. Yes, it was. Right. Well, you know, COVID mm -hmm. threw everybody off out yeah. there and, yeah. and put a deadline on everything, especially. Uh, but I'm so glad that people were able to continue to follow along virtually in so many things. Can you imagine if that would have happened and we wouldn't have been able to connect on social media, email, Zoom and all of that? Wow. Talk about that could cause some serious isolation. You know, it's funny that you said that because I was just talking to a friend today about that. And I was saying, you know, I'm an, a naturally an introvert and most people wouldn't think that, but I am. And so for me, it was no, it was, it was not new to be at my house and to kind of like be by myself rather than out and about and everything. If I went to a Starbucks and, and, and did anything, it was probably for the just the noise of it, but not necessarily for the connection of it. Sure. So for me, it wasn't hard. And so when I was talking to my friend earlier this morning, I was telling her how it at some point started to get to me. I am someone can be home for days at a time and have no problem. So just imagine the extrovert. Like if I started to, as an introvert, have problems, you can imagine that for the for the for a natural extrovert that it had to be very hard. And um, especially if you don't have a lot of family around or whatever, and we all had to kind of like stay in and everything. So um, it was it wasn't easy for an introvert. So I know for mostly the normal people that are out there, I'm sure it was really, really hard to kind of be by yourself and figure out how to enjoy being alone, being okay with being alone, being okay with being with your family. <laughs> you know, all of that. Let me tell you, well, you know, um, you know, I, I, my master's is in counseling. So I got inundated with tons of messages by people being home. The level of depression was up. Suicide rate was up. All of these things was up. You know, hidden sins were being found out. Spouses were finding out about drug abuse and porn addictions and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, I got so overwhelmed. And you know, I'm a little bit extroverted. Yes. <laughs> You're okay, extroverted. You notice that about me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I under, you know, from my standpoint, I think what helped me is I was doing Zoom before Zoom was fashionable. 
you know, I mean, because I was already doing internet ministry. And so I was used to being at home on the computer with people on the cloud, but it was quite the turnaround, but I'm so glad I get to see you now. And I can't believe that was 2019, but I 2019 also that, you know, my business girl Friday, and I know we're going to get into that later, but um, it really helps because we are a virtual office. So a lot of my, all of my team members are working from home. So it wasn't like we were taking um, or having to make the changes that all the other businesses were having to do in order to kind of like streamline their business and kind of get ready for that. We were already set up for that. So I remember posting things like, here's some things that you can do as you're trying to kind of like change um, the direction of your business and the environment of your business. You know, you, there are ways that you can um, stay in contact with your team members and love on them and, you know, and, and all of that, you know, we, I kind of posted those things as we were going, cause I knew it was going to be hard for everyone else that was kind of like transitioning to that. We were already there. Right. And I believe yeah. that the Lord sent you there to be able to help all those people because Girl Friday helps a lot of people in a lot of facets. And I'm glad you brought it up because I do want to talk about it. Tell okay. the audience what inspired you, because listen, y'all, she's an entrepreneur. The first time I met her, I knew there was something on her life. She was carrying and birthing. I mm -hmm. actually do you remember the first time I met you was at I was the area governor for Toastmasters and I came to your yes, class. Toastmasters. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you were speaking and I was like. I like her. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. That was, yeah. Toastmasters was amazing. I love it. It's really a good way to, um, that was funny because years ago, one of my friends told me about Toastmasters and I was already speaking at the time. So I was like, Toastmasters, I'm already a speaker. Ha ha. Right. Then I get to like years later, I moved here to Tennessee. I moved here to Tennessee and someone mentioned Toastmasters. I was like, my friend talked about that years ago and I learned so much. From Toastmasters. So it helped me. You hear the, you heard the so right. Okay. It helped me. It helps me in my speaking. It also helped me not take myself so seriously. Like I would get up, say what I had to say and then move on. And it's okay to have laughter. It's okay to enjoy. It's okay to, when you're talking to a group of people to kind of like want to bring in that laughter and joy and all those kind of things. So it really did help me in a lot of ways expand myself. Yes, I actually, I, I rejoined um, right before COVID because, you know, I got to the, um, you know, advanced speaker. I was actually pretty close to having my DTM and they split mm. the script and they changed things up and I didn't finish it up. So I recently made the decision. I think I'm going to do the whole pathways thing. Even though, you know, because I think all my other stuff will transfer, but we'll talk about that another time. We can okay. talk for hours about personal development. But I want to talk about Girl Friday because yeah. I know that there are so many people out there that just they get overwhelmed and they need help. Tell us what inspired you to start the business and a little bit about some of the services that are offered. So I used to work for a business coach. And as I was working for this business coach, like, gosh, I would be sitting there and I would hear him actually speak over and over again about purpose and um, intentionality and also just making sure like putting your best foot forward. So I, I knew that that was going to always, that I was going to do, I was going to do business, but I didn't know to what extent. And then as I'm working for him, you know, all of his clients are people who I started to coach, but also I realized that one of the things that they needed, they kept telling me over and over again that they needed someone who could be, do their back office paperwork. 
And that is my jam. I, like I am a paperwork fanatic. So it was like, okay, how many times, Takesha, like, are they going to say this to you that, that something doesn't open, that there's an opportunity here? So that's what started it and or started the, 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 the thinking of it. And then um, I met with a couple of like dynamos in their own right. They're like, they, they're million dollar producers and I had access to them. And so I went to a couple of people was ex asking them, okay, so let me tell you, Maggie, I wanted them to say no, okay? Like, these are millionaires and million dollar producers. And I went, I went to them and said, hey, I'm thinking about this business. What do you think? Every person that I went to said yes. They gave me their blessing. I wanted them to say no, okay, <laughs> whatever. And they said, they gave me their blessing and they gave me more. I always left with another idea or something or whatever. So I left with like a handful, like maybe five or six people. And I had a handful of ideas and other pieces to the puzzle that I needed to kind of like work through. So it, and, and I thought at the time that if God was gonna send me somewhere, that he was gonna send me into ministry. I mean, I, I thought that, but my, how he has set me up has been totally different. When I, I thought I was going to go to ministry school or something like that, this is like years ago. And he said, go and get your master's in project management <laughs> business. Okay. So he's always kind of like geared me to the marketplace. And, um, and so then here's this opportunity. And I'm like, I think God is calling me into ministry. And my friend said, why can't you do both? <laughs> my friend, I had a friend who said, why can't you do both? And it just opened me up to so much more to the to the to the point where it was like, OK, I can do ministry. That is a gift that he has absolutely gave me to help people in their purpose. But I do believe that Girl Friday came from this place of helping people in their purpose. So we are a um, what we do is executive virtual executive assistant work. For businesses we also do contract like back office paperwork for real estate agents and things like that so it really does help because when i talk to people i'm always sharing with them that i want to help them in their purpose i want to help them with the balance of their purpose like yes. they're good at one thing but then there's always someone in the background that can help you succeed and do your and do your business better Wow, that's so good because so many people need that. And being an entrepreneur and also doing ministry and business stuff, I get it. It's an overwhelm. And I love mm -hmm. the fact that the Lord has you where he's at because marketplace ministry is so needed. Mm -hmm. So needed. Mm -hmm. People will come into your sphere of influence that normally would not seek out a Christian female to speak into their life. And something you can say to them will bring it wide open. I spent 15 years in corporate America. I worked at mm -hmm. you know State Farm. I had marketplace ministry there called Basic Brothers and Sisters in Christ. Mm -hmm. And we did weekly Bible study and we did weekly prayer. And I did National Day prayer events. And and I got discussed on the chairman's circle level. Just let me tell you. <laughs> it was all on at three time lunchtime. But, you mm -hmm. know, anytime you're in that corporate world. But what you're doing is all of those creatives, all of those entrepreneurs, all of those people that don't have the support system of a personal assistant. You yeah. offer those type of things where they have someone that is taking care of the practicalities so they can mm -hmm. focus on their purpose. Yes. And it guards also like what I always feel like is that 
we're serving them. Like, like I love when I'm like sending them a message and I say, it's, it's a pleasure to serve you. It is a pleasure to serve them. Um, And then there's also the guarding of even when things don't work out, you know, when you have those hard times where it just doesn't match that, you know, I always lead off and always say, you know what, we can agree to disagree. But one thing that we're not going to do is like, I'm going to see you like middle Tennessee, um, we're expanding into different areas now. We're all across, all over the place. Our team members, we have team members. They're all over the all of the United States. We're growing into all of the all of the United States. So you don't leave like like how God would want you to treat someone. You never leave in a negative in a negative place as well. You always leave with love. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember a time. And I'm not sure why I'm mentioning this, but I remember a time when I had a client and it just didn't work. And I remember saying like they wanted to leave kind of like, you know, and I'm like, no, I will see you again. And when I see you, I want to be able to give you a hug. I want to be able to love on you and say hello and not have this whatever. So I'm not going to leave that way. And it was amazing because like years later, like maybe a few months ago, I saw this person and COVID restricted us from hugging each other. But there was this there was this love of being able to say hello to each other um, that wouldn't have been there if I hadn't really like one of the things that God has told me about me um, and it's scriptural is being walking circumspect. And for me, that is loving people, you know, even having being able to have hard conversations with people. And that to me is how what I bring to the table as a girl Friday um, and then also as other Girl Fridays are working for us and everything, they do the same thing. We want to love on our customers. I absolutely love that because leading, leading with love and yeah. leading with love creates an atmosphere for cohesive relationships that literally will expand out. So even if it's not a good fit, it you're still leaving on a good term and that's pleasing to the Lord. Bible tells us to be at peace with all people. You know, I had to say we are women. We are Christian women. Yes. And we're not going to leave like that. Like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm just going to hug you anyway. (laughs) I'm just going to love on you anyway. And I'm in this introvert who has a personality to walk away. Like, I'm an INTJ. Like, you know, I have this thing that's inside of me that wants to, when I'm hurt or offended, that I want to walk away. I naturally want to, sure. but I know the change that God has put into me to not naturally, to not just walk away, but to love. Um, that is um, the passion of Christ is to love. And so I have to extend that, that same grace um, as well, because he's extended it to me. He's Again. extended his love to me and I have to extend it back. That is so incredible. And that is such a, that is so true. We have to allow him to, to go in there and deal with those tough places and bring us out, which reminds me of your book, Lady in Waiting. Yes. How how the Lord used that. Hold it up there. Hold it up there. Lady in Waiting. Now, listen, you may be thinking, well, that's not for me because I'm married, but the story line that God took my sister through, this is a good read for anybody. So you need to get this in your arsenal and you need to get it to anyone who is a woman in waiting. Because I know when I was a single woman, I wanted to stay single. I had no, I listened. It's a long story. Oh gosh. Yes. It was a long story. I didn't want a husband. I needed a maintenance man. You know, I need somebody to fix the door or whatever, you know, but God had a different plan. And so, you know, 
all my sisters that were praying for husbands and believing for husbands and I had gotten a prophetic word about a tall, dark, handsome blessing. And I was like, everybody's like, oh, I wish I got that word. And I was like, you can have that word. So, but my <laughs> friends and their husbands were praying for what they mm -hmm. called my TDHB. Angela Bonds, she made the whole phrase TDHB, tall, dark, handsome blessing. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so they mm -hmm. prayed because the husbands got tired of moving me when I needed to move or coming over and helping fix my stuff or whatever. Yes. The Lord seemed fit for me to be remarried, but I would have been content. The Bible says to be content in all things. And I was very content in my singlehood and, and was going to be like the apostle Paul, stay single forever. And mm -hmm. so the fact that God did that for me tells me he knows the end from the beginning. And if you were yeah. a woman in waiting, he knows exactly how it's going to go down, if it's going to go down, where it's going to go down and why. And tell us about that book, because I have a feeling mm -hmm. there's some things in there that you experienced. And I don't want you to give too many nuggets away because I yeah. want to buy the book. So, but tell them a little bit about what drove you to write that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, um, I was married for almost 20 years. So I met my ex-husband when I was um, in college, our first week in college. So I met him at 18 years old. Okay. And oh, I'm sure then. So that's all, yeah. So that's all I knew was marriage. So when we separated and then ultimately had it went through a divorce, it was hard on me. You know, I didn't, my feet were cold at night. I'm like, I, I don't have anybody to put my, my feet on. Like just the, I guess the com being comfortable with someone was gone. And it was really difficult um, because I'm also with that INTJ personality, I can become melancholy. And then I can also be perfe a perfectionism person or perfectionist. And so um, when you when you lose that and lose that relationship and you're caught up, like. 20 years, you can imagine that you, you, you identify yourself in so many different ways as a, as a, you know, as a wife, as a, you know, daughter, you have all those things, you have relationships and everything. But right during that time was also this economic issue it was like 2009 or something like that. There was an economic issue. So um, a lot of people got laid off. I was a consultant. I wasn't working. Then on top of that, you know, here's, you know, me and my husband, we separate and it's kind of like a difficult situation. And so that's a lot of pressure. What is this? <laughs> like, Lord, I don't know what this is and I need your help, you know, whatever. Like, I didn't know who I was anymore. Um, and then I did something that you should never do. And that is when you're going through something, if you separate from your church, because like, I mean, my church only knew me and him. So then I kind of separated from my church and was kind of like off to the side there on the sidelines. It was a recipe for disaster. And I remember going to a church the night that me and my husband separated and they gave me a prophetic word. And God, like she literally grabbed my hand and said, God says, you know, walk with him like 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 he had me. And that was the moment that I knew that God had me. But I was like, what just happened, Lord? Like, I don't understand this. Like, what just happened? But that was the moment that I needed to kind of like bring me to a point of, of a, a couple of things that I want to share. One is um, forgiving. 
being being able to forgive. It took years to forgive. Not to forgive him is crazy. Like I forgave him fairly quickly. It was me that I needed to forgive. I also posted something or was talking about something recently about letting go, like letting go of the dream that and the vision that me and my ex-husband had that was no longer going to be. So this process of that, plus then the process of meeting men, um, knowing that I didn't want, like I wanted a man and God had something over me. they would not even look my way. I wanted it, but they would not even look my way. Um, and then um, going through the process of just healing, but also the process that God leads you through of getting to know yourself, getting to know him in a different way. It changed everything, um, but I still desired to be married. So a few, four years ago, um, I'm sitting there and all of a sudden this book starts to happen. And, you know, um, um, Jan um, Turner, like I was talking to her. I love her. Oh, I and love I like, her. Man, I was like, it's coming. Like, I feel it coming. And then the next thing I knew, like a week later, it started it's to push. Like, and I'm talking about within 72 hours, that book was starting to, it was coming. And it was just line by line, I call it precept by precept. He like, I mean, it was chapter by chapter. He just started feeding it out and, and bringing it to a result of understanding that what I was looking for, like I was not looking for all the right things. I was looking for someone to love me and I didn't love myself, mm. you know? So I, so I had to get to a point of loving myself I was looking for someone to remove the insecurities of being by myself. But in order to remove the insecurities, I had to be by myself. I had to understand who I was. And this transformation happened. It just kept happening that over the years, like there's been this whole new construct of my life that is so different. Does it mean that I don't want to be married? It doesn't. Do I have to give it to God and release it to God on a day-to-day basis? Absolutely, positively or whatever. But I also understand by writing the book who God is to me mm-hmm. and um, and also that he's enough. Yes. And there are moments when I don't feel that way. I'm single. I don't have any children. I, you know, through last year in COVID, although I'm an introvert, I'm here by myself, my family somewhere else and all of that. Like, you know, I have all these, these things that are going on. And there are moments when I feel like I desire more, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, like I have to get back to the point of my love for the Lord, his love for me and his, his desire for me, his plan for me outweighs any plan for myself. Like, you know, like, you know, that scripture that talks about like, you know, exceedingly abundantly above all that you can think or imagine. Yes. That scripture means so much because I can come up with some stuff. Mm -hmm. I can, uh, Maggie, you know, we can come up with some stuff. We can come up with some the most amazing things come across our minds as we're right. walking in business, as we're walking it out. We come up with some amazing things. And he's saying exceedingly abundantly above that. <laughs> I, I'm like, okay, Lord. Okay. 
All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go conquer the world. Let's go conquer the world. Wow. I love how he used the writing process. And it's interesting. I'm currently working on a book. I've written two books, but they, and I'm kind of like, okay, God, I did what you asked me to do, but he asked me to write my story and my story had some little bit of weaving those things in, but mm -hmm. did not, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to turn off my okay. um, but did not, um, it wasn't the full assignment and that's kind of happening mm -hmm. to me too. I just feel like I'm just pouring out. It's just like coming mm -hmm. up out and that's when you know, it's the Lord y'all. So if the Lord is calling you to write your story or write about whatever it is, he will use the purpose of your pain from your past to catapult you into your future. And that's yeah. exactly what he did with you, girl. Exactly what he did. And um, it's, it's crazy because I like God using those things, to then, you know, set like for me to now be in a place where I know that I'm like a purpose innovator, that I'm someone yes. who thinks about purpose, wants to see people in their purpose and doing what they've been called to do is so important to me. Amen. So um, that is, it really is kind of like how, like I know what my ministry is. And that is what I love doing is the light bulb, the the person who has no idea, the purpose who's been the person that has been searching for it. I love helping them. And I also love helping people strategize their purpose. Like, like, okay, so where should you be? You know, like, and how should you be doing it? Is there anything that you need to add on or like, you know, maybe wait for? That is that that analytical side of me is the processes from point A to point Z. Like, how do you get through all of those things? Um, how do you put it all together? And I think that that is one of the things that I'm really good at and what I love doing as well. Gotcha. That is so good. Mm -hmm. That is so good. Um, I'm sitting here thinking about how God used that book to help you and how he's going to use it in the lives of other women. But you also wrote another book that I is did. good for all of us in ways that just, you know, listen, we all uh, that anybody that's in ministry or has been in any type of business, you mm -hmm. need to check this book out. So hold it up for them. So oh, they this can is see. called Browser. I love the title. How'd you come up with the title? You know, uh, I kept, uh, okay, so I am, okay, so my dad is in the hospital. He's here. I had, he was, he used to live in Atlanta. He, well, he still lives in Atlanta, but I brought him here because he was, something was going on with him. He's in the hospital and we were in the hospital for days and um, he had brain surgery. So I, one day say, okay, I'm going to take myself out to breakfast or whatever. And I go and I go and I, and I'm sitting there and I hear the word, wow. And then I hear, like, I just prophetically heard the word wow. And then I heard the word wowzer. And I'm like, wowzer. So I went and did some research on what the word wowzer meant. And it was something, it, it just was, it didn't make any sense. And so I'm sitting there and I always take my notebook with me everywhere I go. And then wow came to wowzer that came to, okay. Um, there's two, I, I, I looked at one definition of it, but there's another one as well that's out there. And I was like, well, I'm going to create my own definition for it. And then the floodgates happen again. So let me tell you something. All of a sudden I started writing. I'm at breakfast, writing, writing, writing. Remember how I told you how girl, our lady in waiting happens? Like it was just like all of a sudden I started writing. The same thing goes for Wowzer. I started writing and then 
that um, that that night I was at the hospital. It kept coming. It kept coming chapter by chapter. Whenever God gives me something, those two books at that timing, it was like, okay, it's time to birth it. And I think it's because I will overthink it. Like <laughs> I, I can be an overthinker. So he sure. just gives it to me all at one time where I don't have to think about it. I'm just writing boom, 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 boom. Cause I'm going to overthink it and kill it before I even get a chance to, if I overthink it too much, because I literally was going to over to kill Wowzer. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, what is this? And then came 12 tips and literally over the weekend, yet again, God starts to write through me and pretty much over the weekend, I had written most of the framework of the book. Yeah, that's incredible. I love how he's used every ounce of, of everything to keep him right in there with his yeah. wife. So man, that is so good. So listen, y'all, her, her website is, is girl Friday. Business solutions.com. Okay. And we're going to put it in the chat stream for those yes. of you that are watching this on social media, for those of you that are watching this on creative motion network on Roku, mm -hmm. we're going to say it again. So say it again, girlfriend. Okay. So it's girl Friday business solutions.com or to Keisha Bromel, B R O M E L L.com. I love that. And as you can see right there to probably her left and our right is all of her handles. And I, I, want, you, right yes, I want you to check her out on Facebook and Twitter and Insta and all those places and follow her because she is not just a business consultant. She is a ministry leader and she is helping so many people get free from their, their mindsets to be able to do what they're called to do. And that's beautiful. So Keisha, if I was to, or to Keisha, I'm just short there. I just shortened your name up. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna change the name today. No. <laughs> um, if I was to ask you to leave the audience with a key uh, for their best life, what would that key be? Hmm. So I'm gonna give you two because okay. these are two that I wrote down beforehand. And one is understanding your purpose. I'm a purpose innovator. Yes. So there are 70% of the people out there that have no idea what their purpose is. 20% of the people out there have an inkling but are not doing anything because of situations, they need counseling, they have things that are going on in their life. There's another 7% out there that are actually doing the work, but they may need like, you know, like, like may need a coach or someone to kind of catapult them and push them out of, push yeah. them out into the world. And then there's 3% of those people that are out there, no holes barred. So this is the question I have for you. Which one are you? Mm, that's you good. 70 who have no idea. 20 that is that means that 90 that means that 90 percent of the people out there are not active in their purpose right and that disturbs me to my heart okay if yeah. you don't know um what it is it is time that you understand that and the only way to do that is through god amen so that's number one is knowing what your purpose is but on the bigger scheme is something that I was reading yesterday. I was like reading um, a journal, journaling and reading. And it, and it was it was talking about the bigness of God. Mm. Like like for me, like it was like a, one of those books that it's like your Sabbath rest. And the Sabbath rest was talking about how big God is. And I wonder if we ever we're thinking about how vast his kingdom is. Last year, I talked about kingdom pedigree. 
And I talked about like all the different things that are at our assets, that are at our fingertips. And we never use it. We never use our angels. We never, we never, there are so many things that are right there for us. So what I would, so here's another question. <laughs> here's another question. And here's coming. Do you know how big your God is? How big he is? I mean, we're talking about height and width. There is nothing. There is lit. He is limitless. Limitless. And I don't think that we really understand that he is for us. And if he's for us, who can be against us? Amen. Woo. Girl, she getting her preach on y'all. She getting her preach on that. So good. That is so good. Too big. And our problems are so small. Amen. And if you can just flip that, that, that problem to being this and move it where it needs to be at and understanding how big he is, um, you can conquer and do anything. Yes, that's so true. And the many times we worship that problem and we make that problem much bigger than our Lord. So I encourage mm-hmm. you guys get in the word today. Go follow my sister on here. You can also find her on uh, daytime drama. She is one of the yes. co-hosts on that show. It's a great show. Uh, I think I spoke when I was there, I think I spoke on depression. So there's an episode that I'm in. I don't know when it's coming down the pike, but it's somewhere down the pike. And mm-hmm. you can check that out. Check out the show. Follow it. If you know someone that is looking for the services that uh, Girl Friday Business Solutions yeah. offers, I encourage you. This oh. is this is not just business partners. These are people who really take heed to what your need is, and yeah. they they service you with a with the um, with the pleasure of the Lord. And that's hard to find. You can find people out there, but when you're talking about integrity and anointing and and that caring relationship that they offer. Also, uh, where can they find your books? Where is the best place for them to get your books? Are so they on Amazon.com? Amazon.com. Amazon? Yes. Okay. Best place okay. to find. Well, then back up again so they can see real quick because I've okay. got people. Wowzers. Wowzers. And then a lady in waiting. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So I encourage y'all to get these into your library and give someone with these amazing books. I want to thank you for taking the time to be on the broadcast today. Thank you. Um, oh I know who you are in the Lord. And so I'm very, again, thankful and humble that you even asked. So I'm, I'm super excited. Thank you. Oh, well, I love you, girlfriend. It's so good to see you. And for those of you watching, make sure to catch us next time here on Keys to Your Best Life. God bless. 